Morning. Sunday night for us. Fourth of July for you guys. We have been gone for days from this devotional. I don't know what to tell you guys. Um, it's all Sharon's fault. All of it. And um, she's the reason why there hasn't been devotionals. What? Why are you mad dogging me? Why is it my fault? Guys, I was just kidding. I just wanted to see what kind of reaction I'd get out of her. And she looked at me like this. Why is it my fault? Well, one day it was my fault. Well, let's. I'm going to go through that day before other days. Anyways, guys, as you guys know, we were in Lake Tahoe. We had a seminar to do. We're doing an identity seminar that was last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Sat. Well, Saturday, we, I'll tell you about Saturday, and then today for us is Sunday. And um, that's why we um, had um, Hassan do the Bible study on Wednesday because I don't trust Lake Tahoe Internet at all. Um, even the local people don't trust it at all, especially on 4th of July weekend, as Alex was telling us, he says that the internet is horrible. So, um, I made a decision before we left to not go live there because of inconsistency, inconsistency of the internet. So we had us on do it, but I'll tell you what, I did not record video of this entire seminar but i did record audio so i'm gonna edit it and put it on our spotify to go to spotify's paracletos media in case you don't know i don't know why you're not subscribed there yet basically all these devotionals go on spotify those are for people that maybe can't watch a video but they can listen to it that way they can do it whether at work or whatever and um but not only that um it's, oh, you can look, at, look it up as Paracletos Media. If you don't remember that, don't know how to spell it, just type in David Rocha. If you go to Spotify, type that in, type that in, Paracletos Media pops up and you can, I don't think it's called subscribe, I think you follow it. Uh, but anyways, um, this week I'll be putting up the entire seminar in, in, in part one, part two, and part three, the way we did it over there. Anyways, uh, we had a great time. Um. You know, people came, uh, and uh, wow, I mean, where do I begin? You know, we uh, were in one house, and um, everybody pulled their money together uh, to get this house rental, and, and when you do it that way, it's actually affordable, um, and we had great sessions every single night, you know. I try to do two-hour sessions every night, but it turned into like three hours or so, and, uh, but another thing that we had planned on doing over there was uh, some bike rides. We took the trailer, took our bikes, and um, the first day, we got there on a Wednesday and uh, hung out all day. But the next day, which was Thursday, we wanted to do a little 17.5-mile ride. Well, we <laughs> Here in Stockton, Tracy, in Modesto, it's flat here. There's no hills. There's 
if you're gonna go up something, it's like an overpass over a freeway. But other than that, that's it. So to do seventeen point five miles, I mean that's that's a good ride. It's a good run, but it's not impossible. Well, we well, didn't. There's elevation over there. Yeah, yeah. So Lake Tahoe is nothing's flat there. Even if it looks flat, it's not flat. And um, and the elevation is seven thousand feet. And maybe people that live there, they don't notice it. But to us flatlanders over here, that is really high uh, when you're doing some kind of exercise or whatnot. It was weird. Like, the, it, was, it was hard to breathe on, those bike, on that bike ride, right? So, as you guys know, Sharon's, you know, just some of the, the issues she's had in her health. Um, what would you say? It built, it's built up pressure? Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, hypertension, she says. and So that's already hard because 7,000 feet up, the oxygen is thinner. Yeah. What we did anticipate was the fact that nothing's flat, there's hills, and then on top of that, the pressure buildup, right? So we go off on our bike ride, and um, pretty much a few miles in, you kind of knew you were in trouble at yeah. that point, right? Yeah. And... Um, can I give you a mic, even though you're not on there, in case you do talk? Yes. Because I don't want you to sound distant. Okay. So, just put that on. I'm in my PJs, guys. Sorry. And here's her little remote. And that way, bam, if she chooses to talk, she doesn't I'm in sound... My, I'm in my pajamas, She don't guys. sound like she's in a faraway cave. Sorry. So, anyways, guys, um, we go on this bike ride... And, man, you know, first of all, props to Sister Veronica. Sister Veronica is... She's a beast on the bike. Yeah. Man. Alex and Veronica are the ones that are going to... Oh, I haven't even got into that yet, but I have mentioned them already. Yeah. They're going to kick off the House of Rest Lake Tahoe. So, Sister Veronica wants to do... Uh, now I'm gonna. If I say it now, she has to do it. She's a. She's no joke on the bike. She has taken up the challenge of Highway One, which actually I have the date for that now, but I don't want to announce it until I announce it with Cholo Trucker on a Zoom. So maybe I'll do that tomorrow. But um, she wants to do Highway One. She's never ridden a bike other than probably a little girl, right? I didn't even ask her that. Mm -hmm. So we. She borrowed Tomas's bike, Brother Tomas. And she's, so it's us three, no, it's five. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, Benjamin and Sister Lara. So we went anyways. You knew you were in trouble about how far in with the pressure. Maybe around the fourth mile. Yeah, fourth mile, guy. 7,000 feet elevation and everything's like this. No, I just, I just felt like my head was ready to explode. Yeah, and I tried calling you, but you were way up ahead. Well, I my decided phone wasn't to, I decided to go all the way in the back mm -hmm. because we had the new writers, you know. Yeah, so we had Benjamin with us. We have Lada with us. Benjamin's fairly, fairly, really brand new writer. Lada's been writing for about a month, a little over a month. Mm -hmm. So they're fairly new, and this is riding on the street, guys. This is no bike trail. We thought there was a bike trail. It's actually called Pioneer Trail. Yeah. So I thought it was a trail. Yeah, it was and, pretty rough. Uh, so, anyways, um, Sharon says, I, 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 "There's too much pressure. We need to head back." She was already not feeling good. 
yeah so we decided to head back and i think maybe about the last mile um we end up crossing and making a left to go back to the airbnb and um i somehow ended up going in front of laura and ben and um you had already went with um sister veronica. Beto, yeah sister veronica and you were already at the house we were literally one one small block away from yeah. the house but but that street because we were on pioneer trail which was it was fairly it wasn't that bad but once we turned into our street to go to our house was about five blocks maybe no it was less than that it was one from block, from pioneer to our thing one block yeah, it was one block. We were um, one block away from the house. Well, I know where that happened, but yeah. I'm talking about where that happened to Pioneer. Yeah, it was about five blocks. It was very, very bumpy, right? Yeah. Very bumpy. A lot and of potholes. A lot of potholes. You understand, we're riding on bikes with tires like this. Real thin. And anyways, as soon as I'm in the front of the line, I'm like, boom, 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 boom. And in my head, I'm like, oh, man, this is, I'm, I'm like really being careful. Veto's behind me. I'm thinking you're right behind me. So I go around the corner and I reach the house. I turn around. Where's Sharon? She literally should have been at the most five seconds behind me. Yeah. So, so what happened? I, you know, we crossed a really big street and, um, you know, the motherly instinct in me is to look behind me to see if Laura and Ben are behind me. And I look behind me. Making sure they they didn't go straight on Pioneer. Yeah. That just, they turned, yeah, right? Yeah, well, just to actually make sure that they got across the big street as well. Yeah. And I look behind me and um, didn't see a big pothole in front of me. And um, and it was just, I, I couldn't avoid it. I went over the pothole and I could not keep control of the bike and I, I tried as hard as I can to to keep it up, and I couldn't. Um, I went down really, really hard and really fast. And, you know, to try to avoid, you know, going on my head and flipping over, um, I kind of hit my abdomen on onto the handlebars, and then I kind of flew onto my hip and my back. And guys, I got the wind knocked out of me, and um, that was it. I just remember just getting the wind knocked out of me, and I just fell directly onto the street. And it was crazy because I remember, I guess by that time, I know Lauda and Ben had... They were around you. Yeah, they were around me. I already knew. I, I already knew when I turned around. And I'm I like, know that she, you she came crashed. back, and by that time, um, there was a gentleman. I remember a red truck that and and a gentleman come out and all i remember hearing was somebody saying that he was a fireman a, you know a firefighter a fireman or something um he identified himself as a fireman and um and i just remember seeing police all of a sudden that they reacted really fast they yeah. came off really really fast well they thought somebody had hit you yeah they thought it was a hit and run and mm -hmm. i think by that time you had already called tomas immediately to get somebody the car. called him i think veronica did yeah somebody called tomas or somebody to come bring the car immediately um and um and i just i just remember telling people just to not touch me to not even try to pick me up because i i did feel a, a shock go down from my spine guys and 
And when I felt that and I just felt like my left leg go numb and everything, I just, I just didn't want to be touched, you know, immediately because I just, just in case of anything. And I was like, I was, I guess I was more upset. You know, I, I just, I wanted to cry at that moment because I knew I just said, this was one of the last sports and one of the only things that I know that I was able to do and tolerate health-wise at this point. And for the the fact that I fell and, and hurt myself, I was like just really kind of upset, but I just didn't want to show it at that moment. And, you know, um, you know, the, the firefighter and everything, they immediately, um, after I was well enough to get back up, and the police officers arrived, they, uh, you know, slowly, they, they brought me and sat me down inside of Tomas's car and the paramedics got there. And, you know, um, I declined to go to the hospital. I didn't want to go to the hospital. I just really wanted to get back to the Airbnb and I wanted to lay down. I think the fireman let off when he saw you get up though. That's yeah. when he, because uh, he was being adamant that you yeah. go to the hospital. Yeah, they, they did take down my name and everything. Because I think it was, it, to me, in a, in a sense, they the way that the police reacted, they really thought that it was a, a hit and run. And they, they looked at Tomas, like if Tomas was the one. <laughs> well, because the way he parked to get yeah. you in the car was right in front of your bike. Yeah, so I think they thought Tomas was my hit and run Because they're like, which bike is hers? <laughs> they're all like, they thought yeah. he had hit me. Did and you know I was that? like, yeah. They're like, which bike is hers? I'm like, yeah. that one. I'm like, I'm the husband. You know, he's like, oh, you're her husband. And then he started. Yeah, they started questioning everything. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, no, no. I, I went over a pothole, you know. So we were just our Airbnbs, Airbnbs right here. There's they one, brought the car to pick me up. And one everything. block this happens from the house. Yeah. So, um, guys, you know, I really didn't feel the pain. Um, I cried it out the moment I got back to the house. And I literally just let it out. And I cried. Um, because I was just more just m mad at myself because I knew I should have known better to not turn around. Um, and I did cry it out. I let it out mm -hmm. and I didn't feel the pain until after, until after I started to see, you know, all the scrapes and everything on my body and everything. And I was bleeding and stuff. I didn't really notice until later on. Um, and I was in so much pain I couldn't move. I had stiffened up and everything and I felt the swelling in my abdomen and then my lower spine in the back and everything. And I kind of realized in nighttime, you know, um, sister Diana was the one that was really taking care of me, feeding me and just really, really just being a blessing to me. And I realized at nighttime that I told David, I, I'm just very, very swollen. I was having a hard time breathing and breathing in and out. And, um, I said, I, I need to go to the hospital just to make sure that there was nothing internally. Um, and he took me to the hospital and they just said, listen, you're going to have to ride this one out. You have a lot of, you know, inflammation and everything. Well, the but... doctor that saw you was a cyclist. Yeah. And he just said, you're just mm -hmm. going to have to ride this one out. You know, it's, it's a lot of inflammation from the fall. Um, it's like a car wreck. Yeah, it's just like a car wreck. The impact and everything. You're just yeah. gonna have to deal with it and and deal with the bumps and bruises and just you know um, ice it and just you know in time you're gonna heal. So, guys, um, yep, I took a nice fall, you know, and and 
you know, you get back up, you get back up. And, and, you know, my husband prayed with me and I prayed over myself and, uh, I'll be honest, the next day I just got back up and I started walking again. And I just said, you know, Lord, and I, and I worshiped for the following day. And I just said, Lord, I can't let this stop me from, from praising you and from worshiping you. And David was like, you don't have to. And I said, no, I have to, I, I want to. Um, because I, I wasn't going to let it stop me. And the following day, it was just like, you know what? I might have some bumps and bruises, but you know what? Isn't that part of life? Sometimes life, you get bumps and bruises, but you just got to keep on moving. And to be honest with you, by the next day, I had forgotten about it. And, and I just kept it moving. And um, I can't fear getting back onto my bike. Um, I really thought that I was going to be scared about getting back on it, but I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it on a trainer here at home, which is, um, you know, something that I can just put it here and keep it, you know, here at home, you put it on it and it makes it into a stationary bike and be able to ride it here at home, um, until I feel more comfortable, uh, riding it again. And then I can just still get my exercise in and get my training in um until i feel a little bit better um and then once i feel better to get back on the road then i'll get back on the road but guys you know everything's good um and uh can't let it stop me gotta keep going so um for those of you that are gonna ride how we want or you're just cycling um you know i'm gonna tell you this is that Nine out of ten wrecks that happen is by looking back. Yeah, it is. So if you don't look back... I should have known better. The chances of you wrecking are very slim. I'll tell you why. If you're riding a road bike with tires really thin, a crack in the street, your tire will get stuck in there, and there you go. Mm -hmm. A stick in the street will get caught in your spokes, there you go. Roots, you lose your balance. Roots, you lose your balance. Obstacles... Uh, it could be anything. It could be a dog, a squirrel that runs in front of you. So a lot of that happens when you look back. So guys, if you are out there riding, just remember every time you look back, you're risking that that's the highest time, highest, highest probability that you're going to wreck. Um, Sharon knows this. Yeah, I do. So in the midst of her pain, I kind of scolded her because yeah. she knows better than to do that, especially her. Because it's hard for her to turn around, and uh, she shouldn't have been looking back. But anyways. Um, I agree, guys. I agree with him 100%. And not only I suffered the damage, my bike suffered the damage because my bike, I broke, I broke some stuff on my bike, you know. And, you know, now my bike has to be repaired um, in certain things, you know. One thing so. that's, now that she's okay, that's kind of comical was the other day we did a ride and she broke her phone holder. So I <laughs> ordered another one on Amazon. That's the only kind of phone holder I like. I don't like the ones at Walmart. I don't like those. These Actually, there's one right there. Mm -hmm. And then, so I put it on for this Lake Tahoe trips the day before and she broke it again. So I had to order another one. And it just came in today. It just came in today. He's all like, so what did you say? You said something to me. I said, am I going to have to order a case of these? <laughs> you know, and then, uh, yeah, so there's another one. That's, 
The That's third the third one. one. Third one in a week. In one week and two weeks. Yeah. Um, oh, on the day that she wrecked, that day we were, the guys were supposed to go to um, Virginia City, which those of you old schoolers, if you ever watch Bonanza, Bonanza, um, the Ponderosa was based right outside of Virginia City. So when you would see in that show that they would go into town, they were going into Virginia City. So that was an hour drive from where we were at. And once Sharon got settled in and stuff and the sisters were there, they're like, Sharon was like, because especially the boys, they're really looking forward to it. And there she said, just go ahead and take them, you know. So we went over there to Virginia City. It's a amazing western town. Sharon had been there before. Remember? You liked it too, huh? Remember how nice it was? Mm-hmm. So... Um, it was funny because we didn't know that supposedly there's haunted places there, <laughs> you know? So uh, uh, we went into this museum, we went into some of the shops and stuff, and I guess there was this haunted hotel, and some of the boys went up in there. I'm like, I'm not going to go up in there. Um, but it was funny because I think Tomas was joking around. Um, and anyways, check this video out of him joking. So Matthew... <laughs> you want to know? You want to know how they keep their spirits locked in here to keep it haunted? How? Oh. They keep the bodies in the window. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was um, we we're just messing around out there, and um, but it was a good time. Then we just were out there for like two, three hours, and then we went back to the house. And um, so then on Friday. What did we do Friday? Did we do nothing? Oh, that's when we went to see the paintings. We went to... Um... We went to see the location. Yes. Okay, guys. So the church in Lake Tahoe, um, it's really hard to find a building. And I shared this on Sunday, yesterday in service, so I'm going to share it with you guys. And you guys are going to actually get to see some footage of it, right? So there's a Mexican restaurant there that, that got a hold of them. They, they know them through a mutual young person or something. And one of their youth. Yeah, one of their youth. And, they, and she closes on Sunday in reverence to God, which is crazy because Lake Tahoe, if you don't Lake Tahoe, Lake Tahoe is a tourist attraction. And obviously it's the weekends. And by shutting down on Sunday, you're really closing yourself up to income but she closes down her restaurant. So she basically offered her restaurant for them to use for Sunday service to start House of Rest at Lake Tahoe. And uh, so we went down there to meet the owner and, um, and look around. And, and wow, it was just, um, it's, it's, it's truly a blessing. You know, there's nothing wrong with humble beginnings, guys. I mean, we started, House of Rest started in a basement. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, actually starting in a restaurant with m- more room than a basement is actually a step up from where House of Rest started. Yeah. So guys, so not only did we have an identity seminar, not only did Sharon Rack, not only did we go to Virginia City, but we were able to talk to the owner and establish where the church is going to start. It's right there on the main strip of Lake Tahoe. 
And then finally on um, Saturday is the day we're coming back. That morning we get up, Sharon opted out because, you know, she's still sore. Are you sore right now still? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. But it's less, right? A lot less. much less. It just hurts when I stretch like my arm because of the cuts that I yeah. have here. But and and then my my lower back, but I'm getting better. So we did a twenty-two point five mile ride from Lake Tahoe to Homa to Truckee. And yeah, that was rough. Again, nothing there. A lot of hills. Nothing is flat. Nothing <laughs> is flat. Um, I wear a heart rate monitor right here. So on my screen, on my, not my phone, but my bike computer, it literally in red is showing my heart rate the whole time I'm riding. And he, he, when I ride here, babe, it's like 121, my heart rate. Oh, really? Yeah, when I'm riding. Maybe it'll peak at 129, 127. Man, at one point, it went up to 156. Keep in mind, this is at 7,000 feet up, so it felt like I couldn't breathe. I couldn't get enough oxygen. That was a weird feeling. But anyways, um, did that ride, 22.5 miles, and it was just three of us, Laura, Veronica, and me. Sharon couldn't do it because she was sore. Benjamin, Benjamin, I don't know. He said he was too tired, um, but we ended up doing it. Uh, Brother Alex was driving my SUV. Abraham, who else was there in the car? Was it just you, you three? No, it was for Benjamin, oh, Benjamin, Abraham, Alex, and myself. And you. Mm-hmm. So they were kind of following along. We would be going. All of a sudden, they'd be parked on the side of the street taking pictures and video. And then we keep going and see them up there. And they kind of followed support all the way, all the way down uh, until we hit highway 80 i believe Truckee, and um maybe uh maybe yeah i'll put some of those pictures up right now too um anyways and then we got back guys and uh got back saturday night yes and then we had service today and i really really hope that you guys were able to participate and watch sorry our sunday morning service um our granddaughter sang a beautiful song and I named the sermon after the song that she's, what's it called? In Jesus' name, right? It's mm-hmm. just in Jesus', in name. Jesus name. So, um, man, you know, and uh, I believe that it was uh, a timely word. Uh, worship was beautiful, you know, and we had a great time, great altar call. People got prayed on. It was, it was a blessing, guys, you know, and um, so... We went to eat and came home, and we've just been relaxing. Other than the two dogs we have here. We found two doggies in a bush. So tomorrow, well, today is not 4th of July for us. It's the 3rd of July, and it sounded like World War Three already. So Abraham found two dogs in the front bush, right? Um, so uh, I don't know what happened. You guys opened the door. They were so afraid, and they came in. So we got them, and I think you're messaging now, trying to figure mm-hmm. out. Yeah. Yeah, we're trying to figure out who the owners are right now, but they're they're chilling back there. They made a little area for them, and uh, you could tell they're house dogs. They're not stray dogs. Yeah. They're house dogs. Yeah. And um, so we're waiting on, on that to see and find out if somebody can claim them because, I don't know, 
Two cute doggies. Yeah, yeah, they're all right. They're funny, funny, funny little dogs. But uh, anyways, guys, you know, um, it's been a long, long week. Yeah, did they and, get a chance uh, to watch the sermon? It was yeah, I already asked them. Sermon. You know, um, that's why the, we didn't do devotional. I had planned on doing devotionals. It was impossible, guys. <laughs> yes. I'm not even going to why, but it was just loud in that house. It was impossible to do the devotionals. Plus, we did the um, every night. We did a devotion. Uh, the the identity. The teaching. It was supposed to be six to eight, but we would take breaks, and then one day Alex and 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 Veronica brought pizzas and. So it would carry on from 6 until like 9 or 9.30. And then it was fellowship the same way it is at House of Rest Modesto. Nobody wanted to leave. So it was just, at, by the second day, I'm like, there's no way to even try to do devotional. So, But that's why you guys didn't have a devotional, you know. But it was truly a blessing. Those of you that have been praying for us and, and know and understand that, um, you know, we go on these, I believe, Holy Ghost assignments. And, oh, oh, my God, the best part for last. So after we finished the ride, the plan was to do the 22.5 miles, come back, take a shower, clean up the rental house, and head home. But Veronica's cousin, who attends their study, I believe, he wanted to be baptized. And he asked me, is there any way before you leave if you would baptize me in the Lake Tahoe. And when, of course I said yes, right away, guys. And it, we're just kind of joking and laughing because if you don't know, we're 17, 7,000, 17, 17, 17, <laughs> 7,000 feet up. It's a giant lake that looks like an ocean. And it's basically ice melt. When all that ice that melts on those mountains because there's so much snow up there, it's basically really cold. So as soon as I said, yeah, you know, I, I, I was like, oh, man, why did I say yeah? But it ended up being, it wasn't that bad. Um, and Sister Lauda took the phone and followed us into the water. And for the first time, because even, even uh, Sharon and them were off by the beach, they couldn't hear what we were saying. So for the first time... Anybody other than me, Alex, and Lauda, who was filming, and the brother, Noah, who got baptized, um, this is how it went down. Here's the baptism right here. You good? What's your full name? Korea? Korea.
So, Noel, do you dedicate your life to the Lord Jesus Christ? For the rest of your life? Yes, I do. That you will serve Him? Yes, I do. And worship Him all the days of your life? Amen. That you now belong to Him? Yes, I do. You will no longer go where you want to go. You, from this moment, you will go where He wants you to go. Amen. You know, and um, the Bible says that we're a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. All things have become new. There's something that happens when you're baptized. Um, one of the things is that the Bible says that when you die, sin no longer has a hold of you. So whether you want to say it out or say there are things, you don't have to share it. Are there things you want to leave in these waters when you come out and you first no matter how much, like, in the past, you know, like, I've tried over and over to do it by myself, and there's just no way that, like, I could do it on my own, and I know that, like, I know, like, I try, you know, God says, you know, there's no way you got it, and I always, like, say, okay, I'm, I'm going to procrastinate, so I'm going to leave that procrastination in the past, we're leaving that um, in here, I'm going to leave, um, all that gangsterism in the past. I'm gonna leave all of that stuff in the past, man. I just, I'm tired of that. Man. Yeah. I'm so sick of it. And, uh, I'm just tired of it. There's something so beautiful about about accepting Christ in this way, right? Because when somebody gives their life to the Lord, you're saved. Yeah. But then we go to be baptized, and I explain it like this: Is that? Do you have children? Yeah, I got two boys. Okay. Imagine you get them ready to go to a wedding. Put them in a nice white suit. They're, they're a part of the wedding. And you say, okay, guys, wait here. I'm going to get ready. So you go and take a shower, get ready. You come out, and they're all dirty. You're like, what happened? And they, you realize they went out to the backyard messing around, and you get angry, and they cry. And they say, I'm sorry. And they have a repentant heart. But you know what? You know they're just kids. Kids are going to do what kids are going to do. And even though you forgive them, they're still dirty. So even though you forgave them, they got to take a bath again to wash the dirt off that you already forgave them for. The fact that you gave your life to the Lord, He forgives you. But now there's stuff on you that He's about to wash off. Something's about to shift. Something's about to change. If there is, if you have ever felt any demons or anything that has oppressed you, or anything, here's the thing, they can only hold on to the old Noah. So what's going to happen is if there's oppression, a demonic oppression, they're going to see Noah go down, but when you come up, they're not going to recognize you anymore. They're going to stay in these waters too. Oh, man, I don't want that anymore. I'm tired of it, man. Yeah. I'm tired of it. That's why I'm here, man. Amen. You know, and then like when you guys came up, you know, I was like, man, I'm going to take this opportunity to do it you're really blessed man and uh, I watch your videos I've always been a fan of the my man like I just uh, man Dios y todo gracias por este momento that's all I can say man is there anything you want to say before we baptize him? so we're always going to fall just because you fall and the enemy tells you things don't believe a lie because I tend I to do that in the Life, get up every time that's so hard. Little by little, you know, the, the Lord will transform. So, what's going to happen? I'm going to get right next to you. Do you want to hold your nose?
and um, we're going to pray. We're going to baptize you in the name of Jesus because in his name there's power. And when you come up, I want to pray for you. And then if you want to pray for him also, when you come up, you feel like praying, pray. If you feel like raising your hands, raise your hands, whatever it is you want to do. You know, so let me get next to you. Get over. All right. You ready? All right. So I baptize you in the name of Jesus. Freedom. I declare freedom. Every single spirit that has oppressed them, I command it to leave. Every single vice, I command it to leave. All the things that were attached to the old Noah, I come against it and I break those chains in the name of Jesus right now. Everything be restored and everything be made brand new in the name of Jesus right now. Right now in Jesus' name. Fill him with your spirit, God, from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. You want to pray? So there it is, guys. That's how we ended our trip. Went back to the house rental, all soaking wet, took a shower, packed up. I took a 30-minute nap before leaving, and we headed back, you know. But, yeah, it was a busy, busy, what, half week and, and weekend. Uh, we had a great time, guys. And um, But I just wanted to do this devotional. I know I didn't really much talk about anything, but I just felt like, I knew, I want, I felt like I'm coming home and I want to catch up with old friends. You know, so uh, we missed you guys too. Trust me. Do you miss them? Yes, I do. Yeah, see, she misses you guys too. You know, so um, we're going to be doing devotional. You can have a devotional every single day this week. Um, and then we're off to Texas. Yes. We're off to Texas, uh, I believe, on a Tuesday. Not this Tuesday, but the following. Uh, I'll be ministering in two prisons. And then one of the days we're going to go to a, what is it, where, where we get to both talk? What is it? Uh, where the food, remember? I forgot what they said it is. Um, I don't know. It's uh, some kind it's, of residence place yeah, or something. A, yeah, it's a or residence, some, a woman's residence. or A women's, women's and men's residence. Yeah, yeah so we're going to be able to minister together there. And um, and then we're going to hang out with uh, Anthony and Angel, who are in the middle of talking about a house of rest in Houston. And then we're going to visit the um, Grace International headquarters right there in in uh, in North Houston, um, in the Woodlands. And then, since I'm going to be at headquarters, Stu, who runs all the administrative of Grace International around the world, um, asked me if I could speak at a senior meeting Yes. that Sunday evening, guys. So We're going to be busy. Yeah, it's going to be busy all over again. And then uh, we're going to head back. And uh, we're actually flying into Los Angeles. Yeah. And we're going to stay there a few days. We're going to see my grandson for his birthday on the way back. Yeah. yeah. How long are we going to stay in L.A.? I don't know. I might want to take my bike. I'm going to be already be a whole week without without conditioning. 
I don't know. We'll see what happens, guys. See what happens. So anyways, um, this is more of a we miss you video and a recap video. Hope you hopefully you enjoy those little tiny videos that we did have. I didn't have a big opportunity to uh, film much. But anyways, guys, God bless you. Thank you so much. You want to tell them good night? Good night, guys. Love you guys. All righty. Have a great day. And if you didn't see the sermon, please watch the sermon. If you did watch it and it and it moved you, share it with five. No, share it with six people. Bye, guys. All right, bye.